Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hi, this is Celine Williams hosting from Ontario for Canada's podcast. My guest today is Vincent Chang, who is an author, speaker, psychotherapist, CEO, and creator of Heal the Source. Vincent, thank you for joining me today. Hello, Celine. So happy to be on board. Thank you for having me. It's completely a pleasure. I have, even just from that introduction, I have many questions. So I'm going to start with the big broad question, which is, can you tell me and our listeners a little bit about your journey, how you got to do what you're doing today? And this is, sounds like a very multifaceted journey. So a little bit about each of those wonderful titles you have. Absolutely. I think uh, I just got off another call with one of my mentors and she describes that I had four lifetimes in one life. And, you know, I started off as an engineer. I did that with with chipsets and wasn't happy. Uh, But on that, I was always a musician. So I played the piano and I got into the world of conducting orchestras overseas. And I then thought there's something more to life than just being the best conductor in the world. And I went for a deeper search, you know, a spiritual search, a soul search of what's the meaning of life. And I stumbled across, you know, wait, if I need to find meaning, that, that means something I'm missing. I'm, I'm not feeling fulfilled. I'm not feeling happy. So maybe I'm unhappy. Mm. So by going through that route, now I wanted to find happiness. So I started reading tons of books and ultimately stepped into a calling that I put myself through, which is the psychotherapy process, the healing, the understanding of my emotions and what that means. And now moving into a whole new place to become an entrepreneur, an author. And this all happened at the beginning of COVID. This completely changed my life. And my entire career as a musician was decimated. I couldn't conduct. I couldn't teach people how to sing. We couldn't sing, you know, in a group. So what, what can I do? And so I decided, I made a decision for myself that then that's how I've become, you know, sort of a master in all of these different aspects. I never allowed something I couldn't control to control the state of my life. And I said, no, how can, how can I find fulfillment? How can I find joy? How can I make a living, a career? And so I just opened that possibility. And so I went back. It's all about helping people, helping people transform their lives, move into a new place of being. And I had to do that for myself first. Um, And so I just started opening my mind to studying more and creating more. How can I make a living? How can I create more income? And best way to do it was let's create a company. Um, And that's how Heal the Source came about of, well, I want to help more people. And how can I help a million people? And that's how I became an author. And I had a mentor come in and say, okay, write a book and market yourself. And so, so many things just really skyrocketed based on me making that decision for myself to say, no, I'm not just going to sit here and let COVID take me over. Um, So that's a little bit of how I started in my journey here. And here we are. I love that you did. So outside perspective on this, right? Obviously, there are when you're in your movie, there are things that you see that when you're out of your movie, you don't see and vice versa. So outside perspective, I'm like, it's so interesting that you went from engineering to 
conducting, right? Engineering to conduct. I feel like I'm going to miss one as I'm saying this. How funny is that? Uh, But, you know, engineering to conducting to becoming a psychotherapist, like these feel very different from the outside. And so Mm. I'm curious for you, from your perspective, what was the thread or the connection to the next thing? Because, you know, like I said, outside, I'm like engineering to music. Not sure I understand the connection, not that it's like the, but it's, it's interesting. I, I love how you asked that question. It made me think of my own journey in a totally different way, actually for the first time. This, so this is, this is awesome. <laughs> that I need to fill and master a certain portion of life. So let's say if I look at engineering, it's more about, you know, the left brain, the logic, getting problems solved to the, you know, nth degree and mastering that. Well, yeah, I got that. I've done all of that. And it led me to a good place. Great. But a whole section of my life was missing. And that you could call the right brain, the creativity, the passion, the enjoyment, um, and immersing yourself in experience and intuition. So the music got me there. Mm. But then, wait, that, there, there's still something missing. And now came the, maybe the soul. You know, what, what is the purpose of life? How do I really feel about my life living? What is true happiness? You know, that, that the right brain, yeah, I have the creativity. I have, you know, the, the, the expression. But there's a, another dimension that I, I felt was missing. And I think mm. here we have maybe a triangle, uh, the triumvirate of, you know, the left brain, the right brain, and then the heart, you know, the deep sense of being that I found through the psychotherapy and mentoring and, and heal the source. Um, so, wow. Thank you. I mean, you're welcome, but thank you because that <laughs> is, <laughs> um, I love the way you put that. And I think it's really, I think it's really powerful. And I think that a lot of people and a lot of entrepreneurs are in this camp is that they, we as humans tend to get stuck where we are or get stuck in a place and not, not uh, deal with, not uh, step into the fear that is that next piece. And Going from engineering to conducting and music as a full, that's a big leap. Even if you have been playing piano and singing and inv- that's a big leap from a professional standpoint. I think a lot of people will say, I'm just going to keep doing the engineering because it's safe, or I'm going to start a company for engineers because it's safe and it's familiar. And I'm going to do the music as a hobby. And you took that big leap and you fulfilled that other side of your right that the second piece that triangle and then it was another big leap from well now i'm going to step into a whole different world in a different way and i'm going to approach the you know and you can still do the music but a lot of people would have been like i'm just going to learn about psycho psychotherapy psychology all those things on the side i'm just going to do the thing i'm going to like maybe i'll take 10 years to get my master's degree really slowly or whatever the case may be whereas you stepped into it and i think that's really there's a boldness inside of that. And in reflection, clearly a balance that came from all three that has served you, it sounds like, very well up until this point. Wow. It, 
you should be my psychotherapist. <laughs> you just encapsulated my process, my life, and 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 the obstacles that many might have been stepping, you know, holding back from. And this is how I created this system of Heal the Source of mastering your life because we're so gripped by fear and we want to stay safe and we'll stay safe for 10, 15 years. I mean, mm-hmm. I stayed there. But it's when I went all in, I went investing into a belief and I trusted myself and then said, even though no one around me, they all thought I was just gone. I've gone to lunch. Like, you know, why would you ever leave a six-figure job and do all of this? I'm like, well, why would I stay there if I'm miserable? And at the time, I think a lot of people won't understand the feeling of fulfillment and happiness and what's on the other side, because we're just faced with the fear of taking the leap. Mm-hmm. And that is what holds us back. And that's what I help a lot of people do beginning myself. And those are the people who have radically transformed their lives in my 90 day program, right? because they're willing to go all the way and do something they've never thought possible. And that already switches something. And so yeah. every time I've done the switch, I went all in. Like I booked a one-way ticket to Berlin, Germany, to do music with no one over there. I knew no one. I didn't have a place to live. <laughs> I that was how determined I was. I was ready to crawl on my hands and knees. I could live at the tear garden on the in the park. I didn't care. I wanted it so bad, and that's what I was willing to live. If I, who cares where I live or? or starving it was herbert von karian his dvd that inspired me he couldn't Mm. even afford bread yet his dream was to conduct the berlin phil from nothing i'm like well if he can do it what am i doing holding on to this ridiculous car and all this stuff and i'm like hmm it's time i need that i want that and one-way ticket and two weeks before i flew miracles but you know law of attraction all of these things come into being where uh, a conductor in Berlin reached out to my dear mentor, um, Terry Stratton, and he said, oh, I'm in Berlin. Is there any possible way we could coordinate uh, an engagement in Toronto or something? You come here. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. But you know what? What One of my you know, best students is on his way to Berlin, wondering if you could help settle him in, you know, find a place, you know, just. You know. And he says, oh. Absolutely. Actually, he can stay at my place and while he searches for, and I have a festival in France that he could probably benefit from. Oh, I'm also looking for an assistant conductor for an opera I'm doing. Can he send his resume? I think my, my jaw and my, I couldn't close my mouth for two weeks. Until yeah. I could, because it's like, how, <laughs> what? I was ready to crawl on the ground yeah. and hear my dream job just <laughs> boom, landed. And, that, and that, that was it. I was set up before I even flew, but two weeks before. Yep. Yeah. Uh, those are the things, my story, I could, you know, get on a podcast for days with you and tell you the miracles and things that happened based on a decision that was terrifying. Mm-hmm. That I said, all in. Yep. And that was only music. And let alone this, the CEO and Heal the Source, same thing. Taking that plunge where everybody thought, no way, don't invest in yourself. 
You know, that was a concept foreign that we're never taught. Um, and here I am, I'm, I can tell you, I've never been more successful in my entire life. You know? yeah. So I'm excited because I, I love it. Like this, this stuff excites me. So, yeah. yeah. So it's um, all in is really scary, right? Because we're always taught. I mean, I will say too, I'm going to get on my soapbox for eight seconds here, but there's two things that always come up for me, which is, we believe all the garbage that society tells us to be true. And that is be safe, have a safe job, take care of yourself. Don't rock the boat, et cetera, et cetera. Always have backup plans. You need to always have backup plans. And if you don't have a plan B, C, D, E, then when shit hits the fan, you're screwed. That is just like, just follow the way that we're comfortable. That's always been done before. And so when we take the kind of leap that you're taught, when you go all into something that is non-traditional, it often feels like you're on your own. And it often feels like this, th what happens now? And I think what's really powerful about your story is that it's even from the pieces that you've shared so far, is that it's really clear that making that decision and stepping into it fully changes everything around it. That, that things come together in ways that you can never predict until you're in that position to have done it. And I think it's a really great lesson for people to recognize that as long as, and it doesn't mean, listen, it doesn't mean you can't have a plan B because here's the thing. If that hadn't worked, if it hadn't worked out, you still have an engineering degree to go back. You can still do like, there's always the possibility of other things, but you didn't rely on it as the only thing you stepped fully into what the next iteration of Vincent was going to be. And you owned it. And I think that is a really important thing for people to take from your story is is your ability to embrace that and to step into it well yeah thank you for that i, I that if we all learn that ability to master that skill and master the fear behind going all in our entire civilization will get to a place where we'll, we'll all be like elon musk or steve jobs because those are the people who do that constantly. Uh, but yes, you talk about something, not, not the fear of actually jumping in, but that fear of being alone. Yes, it is the road less traveled. It is very lonely. And I tell you, my, a lot of my relationships broke down. Mm -hmm. Because, well, it wasn't me who was fearing. They were fearing. Mm -hmm. And we weren't aligned to that place. And sometimes... Things have to adjust. And a lot of the times I used to sacrifice my own self in order to stay safe. Mm -hmm. And but I was ignoring my true potential, my mission, my and here I am. If I if I stayed there, hundreds of people now would not have had their lives changed. Because mm -hmm. I didn't go. I would stay safe and still be miserable. So I'm curious how you, uh, for yourself or for the people that you work with, because I recognize it doesn't, you know, there are people, you may have other examples of this, but I think that um, recognizing where we're unhappy or dissatisfied or where there's something in our lives that isn't going the way that we want it to go. I think even being able to identify that is really challenging for people a lot of times. And often because, let's call it for what it is, 
we are sold this idea of the quote American dream and you just get more stuff and get more money and fill the hole. And as long as we're filling the hole, everything's okay. You don't have to like your job. You don't have to like your life. You just have to show up a certain way, have certain things, and everything's going to be fine. We like, you know, we could have a whole other conversation about the problems that are inherent in that concept. But I think a lot of people even don't even know where to start to say, what am I not happy with? What am I afraid of? What is what is hold like they don't even know where to start because they're like, this is just the way life is. So I how were you able to separate those things out and get clear on what the opportunity was or what you were unhappy with or what you were afraid of and, or, you know, stories. I appreciate other people around you having gone through your process. Where does that even start for people? Because I think that in order for someone to say, Hey, I want to step into something like heal the source. I want to step into something. They have to have that awareness and a lot of, and that spark is often missing. Hmm. How I can answer that is, there's a very fine line between the two states of absolute passion and drive and desperation. Ooh, interesting. Oh, many people come to me because they've tried all these different methods, years even. You can see some testimonials. I just worked with the lady. She's 12 years, you know, suffering. Tried all of these things. And at a point where like, I, that's it. I've had it. I will do whatever it takes. And it seems like you fit and you created something. And, and the moment they go all in with that decision of desperation to get into that, what I will call the, the ground zero state. Now you're going to apply that because you have a belief. And if you look at history of, you know, faith healing, people going to spiritual sites and all of a sudden their, their sicknesses are completely healed because of that desperation they will spend their entire life savings to book that one-way ticket even they don't care they're they're done they so i think tapping onto that power of i have to have this no matter what it takes and i'm going to do whatever it takes to get there and of course no matter what it takes means for your highest good and for other people um and that's and i'm bringing in the analogy that uh other mentors have said that I've done and I've sort of can get to a point of mastery to help others master. Because when they're able to do that, now they will get full benefits of a radical transformation. And here, yeah. it is the burn the ships to take the island. Now this, well, if I have a safety boat, you know, at the home, I'm always one foot in, one foot out. I will not be fully invested in taking what I have. So the general, you know, when he from Spain, he goes down to South America. All his troops were freaking out. They don't know the enemy. They don't know their weapons. They don't know the terrain and they're in fear. They're in terror. So they're approaching the terror barrier. And the general says, if we're like this, the morale, that's it. We're going to be completely slaughtered. And so he had, an, he said, okay, when they landed, he told them, all right, all of you, I get that you're afraid. Uh, first thing we're going to do is Take a torch and light all your ships. Burn them all. I'm like, what? That's an order. I told them that they burn all the ships. They watch them burn. They watch them sink. Right? Imagine that. They're like, and then he says, All right, troops, team, that was our only way home. 
Now there's only one mission. There's only one way. There's only one thing left to do is win this war. And they yeah. won. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing to fall back on. You, you're going to just, that's it. Uh, and, and applying that mentality and you master that, that's how you can create a sense of superpower in you almost that you never thought possible because you believed yourself to be this safe version that can't step out of his box. And I think if more of us tapped into that, if we were kids and our teachers told us, you could do anything you want, you could have this, you can apply yourself. And instead of getting graded a D minus for an art project or a C minus for your singing or piano, like how do you grade something like that? And the result and impact of that means they'll never do it again. Mm -hmm. And I've coached hundreds of singers, amateurs, with like they, they believed they were horrible because of that experience. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, if they stuck with it, if they had support and training and all of these things, they could be on Broadway living their dream. Um, so that's that's what we're dealing with. And I think it's time that we wake up as a world and go after something we've always wanted. It's such a refreshing lens to have to see that potential and possibility consistently and to mm -hmm. not only for you to see it in yourself, but for you to see it in other people and to then help them see it in themselves, because it is so polar opposite to everything that we're, because there's a good and a bad and there's a right and a wrong and you're either good or you're bad or you're right or you're <laughs> right. And this is very socialized from a very, very young age. And so it's very different to, it's a growth mindset, right? You're, it, it's because we don't grow up with growth mindset in most places, we think that we can or we can't, and there's no in between. And if we can't, we just can't, right? That's just not, that's not my reality. And so I think it's very refreshing how you're sharing this. And I think it's also really interesting because I have worked with and know a lot of people who have gone through various programs, I will not name any names of some well-known people that are designed to help with this sort of thing. Let's put it that way. But the structure is really just like, okay, so you're going to create these five new habits. You're going to get up at 5 a.m. You're going to do it this way. You're going to, and it's just a different socialization and set of beliefs. It's not about who you are, what works for you. It's just like, okay, here's the new thing you're doing. Go do this. And then when that doesn't work, people have reinforced that they can't change, that they can't grow. Mm. And it sounds inside of what, how you've spoken about all of this, that everything that what you've designed and what you do and how you've approached it yourself is not that at all. And so I'm curious, what's different about how, how you're approaching these things with yourself, with other people, but what's the difference? One of the core approaches and concepts I teach in Heal the Source is asking yourself what you really need. We don't ask that often enough because we're always trying to satisfy the needs externally, socially, family, work, you know, financially, that we don't know who we are. We lose sight of that. And that's why we can't be honest and truthful about what we're missing. Mm. 
we're, we're just running this constant race to achieve this. And it's overwhelming, especially with COVID. We have another layer of the physical, of the mental. And by asking that, well, a lot of the time, that's how I start. And I get I help them get to a place where they can ask it and listen. The first words are, I have no idea. And I think that's the best place to start, being able to be comfortable with, I don't know. Mm. Thinking about, you know, I've studied a lot of spiritual practices and I love the Zen way of thinking because when you're at, I don't know, and Socrates too, you know, what does he, he's like, he keeps going to everyone, know thyself, tenet noshe, you know, matrix, know thyself, know that. His student comes up and says, well, master, do you know yourself? And he says, I don't know, but I understand that don't know. I'm like, there's so much wisdom in that. And if we're able to be in, I don't know, that's what I'm going to teach the ground zero method. Now I'm ready to take a course, ready mm-hmm. to, you know, do a program. You are not ready. If you are full with beliefs and set with this, they're telling you something else that you're, no, you have to be able to come to a state where I'm completely empty. I'm ready for anything. And you can accept it. Now you can adopt the new beliefs. And I have to help all of my clients and even myself get to that constantly. Mm. Because the moment you, you're not there, you're going to resist. And now you're going to have a battle with yourself that you don't even know you're having. Mm-hmm. So coming to that understanding, that beautiful how you said that, it's like, like we're taking all of these things when we're not ready to. And I only recently realized that, that yeah, like my, my programs aren't you know, you know, you know, walk in, walk out, like they're, they're significant investments. Yeah. And it's not because you know, I need the money. It's because you get to put yourself, you have to put yourself in that state of all in. I'm going to empty myself and I'm going to get everything I came here for. Mm. Burn the shit. And it's part of the system. And it's so funny when they're able to do that already there's a shift and they can't go back. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's a, it's another mindset. I think not many teach that. And I think if, if a lot of people incorporate this before they get into it now, Hey, anything that you give them, they can benefit fully from. I don't think we're encouraged to acknowledge the, I don't know. I think we are so discouraged from saying, I don't know, because it, it is, whatever it seems uncertain it makes you seem less decisive it may whatever whatever language people want to have around it and the truth is that i don't know means anything is possible and mm-hmm. if we can shift into recognizing that the possibilities come from the not knowing not from the knowing then it mm-hmm. changes everything that we're going to do and i think and you know, I think of the example I gave about people doing these programs and it's because they're looking for a specific answer, already thinking they know the problem, already thinking they know what they need, already thinking from that. And then they're they're searching for that one solution and they're going to buy anything as opposed to being able to say, I don't even I don't know. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm comfortable with. I don't know all these things. 
And that's a really powerful place. And I'll go one step further. This is my personal lens on this that I get on, I can get on a soapbox about and I will not, but being able to say, this is who I am, or this is what I need right now. And tomorrow it might change. So then tomorrow to say, actually, this is what I need. Us being able to own that and acknowledge the change and growth, I think is the next level of that because we're also not encouraged to do, to do that. We're supposed to make one decision and one choice. I'm, I want to be a firefighter when I grow up and now I'm going to be a firefighter for the rest of my life because we don't change and grow. That doesn't make any sense. And so it, to me, I see both of those things being really important. Oh, totally. That's, that's amazing how we get put into a box. And this definition of our sense of self is the fear that we're going to do or, or, or overcome if I don't know what is happening. And so that the heal the source actually helps you understand what the source fear is in I don't know. Yeah. What is it about you that you feel and believe about yourself when you don't know? Is it a judgment, a criticism that you're less than, that you're weak, you're not? In, and ultimately, the source fear and logically, yes, I can tell you the process, but when we get there, we feel it. It's a feeling of shame. It's a feeling of neglect that if I don't know, then you don't want anything to do with me. Mm -hmm. uh, we can't have a conversation. We, I can't accept me. And so we have to come to a place where we can truly accept ourselves to move forward to what we really need. Mm. And we're, we're, we're conditioned to be dependent on the external. Like, of course, we're, we're a child, we grow up, we're dependent on our parents. Of course. That's what we need. And a lot of the times, they don't know how to give you what you need emotionally, mm. psychologically. Yes, they probably will physically, right? But it's that lack that gets translated into the entire human process growing up. And a lot of the times, what we're experiencing as a trigger, anxiety, worry, fear is this past lack. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. So I won't ask. Mm. I don't know. And this is the retraining process to help you come to a place where you are accepted. You are allowed to make mistakes and you can be supported in it. What is the path to get to your best self? What would you have needed back then? So that's the source. Mm. And I take clients there and myself constantly. Um, because it's not about the current situation. It's about the feeling impact of the fear that comes, that comes up. Uh, so that's, that's how we're going to appreciate the don't know. It's, and if we don't know, we're empty. Now we have infinite potential. Yeah. So I'm curious. Thank you for sharing all of this. I, I'm curious what... What is next for you with all of the things that you have done and all of the lessons you've learned and, you know, you've shared a lot, but what's next? What's what's coming up in the either the next version of Vincent or the next iteration of what you're working on these days? I'm working with someone who's a dear mentor, Torrent, Bryn, her, her strategy of helping me to integrate all parts of myself. Mm. So realizing that I had four different lifetimes, as you said, is very different, polar opposites even. Now I'm, I'm working on creating. So after we heal the source, now we have space. And that space is to master and really bring about what we really want, which is joy and freedom. What would that mean? Is it financial freedom, relationships, fulfillment, 
uh, fun and excitement. So there's a lot of aspects of me that I've compartmentalized myself. You know, I have to be the, you know, sit here, the serious therapist and, you know, understand you and passionate, or I'm the engineer that's sooner, or I'm the, you know, failing music conductor. <laughs> <laughs> you could be all of these things. I can be all of these things. Yeah. And I'm, I'm working on being me as opposed to this me today and that me today and that. And, and I want to thank you for allowing me to be me. I, I think for the first time I can do that. You know, I can, you're hearing all parts of me. You know, you're not talking to me as a therapist or you're talk, talking to me as an engineer. You're talking to me as me. And that's beautiful. I think uh, this will be a very exciting. My next book is going to be coming out um, about how to, how to master anything, how to really create freedom and joy with what you have and you get to. All of us have gifts that we've buried because someone decided you have to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe you should be an astronaut. Maybe you could have invented something. And this is awesome. Yeah. Well, I, and I think that the more that people can recognize um, that a lot of what we believe comes not from this current situation to what you're saying, but from these old patterns and stories that we have. And the more we can heal those sources and the more we can shake out the fact that someone said we should be a firefighter or you're not good at math or you're really good at reading or whatever. And we take those beliefs on the more we can shake those out and get to the source of them, like the healed the source that you're talking about, the more Mm -hmm. anything is possible, the more we can really step into whatever our potential is, but also what we want our potential to be because our potential is not limited by natural talents or any such thing. That's and, and, and to posit the other side is maybe you really do want to be a firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? And some people say, no, you can't, you're too weak. You're too this, you're too that. You can't do these hours. No, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you for your time, Vincent. It's been a fascinating conversation. I appreciate you being willing to to play with me and and go a little all over the place because I like to follow the bouncing ball of a conversation. Um, mm-hmm. I know that people can find you online by going to heal the if I get these wrong, tell me healthesource.com or vincentchang.ca, both of which will be in our show notes. Um, is there anywhere else that you would like to send people or that they can find out about you besides the two websites? Yeah. If you're on Instagram, Facebook, Vincent Chang enterprises, and yeah, add me. I'm, I'm getting more involved now. I'm, I'm such a, a dinosaur with these type of things. Uh, but I think now that I'm bringing more fun in, yeah, you get to see more of me. I'm going to start to do my own videos, uh, try to create my own podcast too, and just getting more out there uh, to create fun fulfillment so thanks so much for having me i had so much fun well thank you this was a great conversation i really appreciate it i appreciate how you show up and and being so open thank you very much and for our listeners thank you for listening to canada's podcast like comment and subscribe to all our channels to get the latest podcasts from entrepreneurs across canada